Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So I know you want to know what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, I don't know. What happened? I need yeah, to know. So I'll, I'll enlighten you. So, okay. you know, last week I was in a pickle, right? I was like, oh my God. Labyrinth Ave is... <laughs> we're trying to have a photo shoot we as in me right just myself (laughs) so i was in a pickle right because i'm like oh my god i worked on my summer collection since like october of 2022 it's been so long and now the collection is actually becoming like real life because you know like i'm gonna have to actually like sell the clothing (laughs) like i can't just like make stuff for funsies anymore it's like real life now right and i was like oh my god what are we gonna do about this photo shoot where am i gonna get models how am i gonna get a photographer and like obviously i can get those stuff but like in my head i'm like all right how can i make myself more anxious right Mm. so what i did was instead of like getting like a new york like photographer and like models and things like that i was like let me fly in machine (laughs) he fully came from florida and he really delivered because yeah if you guys if you guys don't know listen listen if you guys didn't know look i'm I'm an artist i'm a poet i'm a co-host of a podcast but i'm also i'm also a set designer okay right and apart from that i'm also a photographer okay i don't also a model and also a model also a model yeah just like you know now now i have equity in labyrinth Ave. now i'm a co-winner too okay so right right (laughs) so 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 look i came into new york and i got the job done there there was a job that had to be done we got the job done we we flipped her apartment inside out we made Mm -hmm. a whole photo shoot set but y'all y'all will see y'all probably have seen already um, on Labyrinth Mo, Mo posted a snippet of two of the four garments. I said it. Sorry. There's four. Oh, wow. You guys saw wow. Two. Our podcast listeners get a sneak peek. There's four garments. Y'all saw two. There's yeah. Two more. And and they're fire. So anyway, that's that's the perk of having a great, beautiful partner who you can just mm. like fly in from halfway across the country right. and just put them to work. <laughs> put the men to work. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, new summer collection is coming out on labyrinthav.com. Check it out on June 23rd if yep. you want some cute merch, you know? Right. All right. Thank you guys for coming back to our podcast, our beautiful podcast, Difficultish, podcast about South Asian narratives, hosted by mm. myself, Mosh June. Wow. And hosted by myself, Mahua. And before we get any further, please yeah uh, please look rate us review us and follow us on everything you know stay in tune with what i'm doing not much but <laughs> if you want to know come on yes you are 
No, um, I, I, I'm, I'm planning some stuff, um, for July. I've, I've had a lot of like solo kind of lazy time for the last month or two, but I'm looking to get back on track in July and August. Hopefully, some big life changes will happen. Wow. We'll see. We'll see. Inshallah. Um, but what? I love uh, how you didn't plug any of like our podcast oh, or oh, tiktok yeah <laughs> you were like yeah follow us rate us but by the way like follow me listen difficult dish everywhere literally everywhere you can if you type in difficult dish you will see our beautiful faces okay this episode right. 94 episode 100 is coming up if you guys mm. didn't hear towards the end of last episode we got something exciting coming in the works for episode yeah. 100 um probably gonna be later in august we'll see so stay in tune for that yeah and um yeah so and make sure to listen to the end so you can get the emoji for the week wow you need the emoji because if you don't have the emoji is it really a good week (laughs) (laughs) anyways what are we talking about today all right so this week's episode is inspired by like graduation season you know it's inspired by me seeing various videos on the feeds of just how children children of immigrants slash pocs how they celebrate their wins and accomplishments versus people that are not colored so white people for the most part so before we get started obviously in this episode we're not saying that white people don't give their parents gifts. We're not saying that you guys don't celebrate or have accomplishments that you celebrate, right? But we just kind of want to dissect like the disparity and like the difference in how both parties celebrate and how both parties just like enjoy themselves because I feel like there are so many different, you know, like things that we've grown up with that some people don't have of the of a different group. So why I said this is because now that it's graduation season, I've seen a lot of children of immigrants, you know, like graduate and then put the cap and gown on their parents. And it's like Mm -hmm. a big emotional deal because for the most part, a lot of the parents didn't graduate themselves. So this is like a big thing because this is like the first family member in the in the family that graduated. And it's like us paying homage to them. Right. Mm hmm. I did the same thing when I graduated. A lot of people do it. And I also, this, this, I got inspired to, you know, record this with Mishun because I'm also thinking about how, like, when a lot of children of immigrants get big boy, big girl jobs, they use their first paycheck or they use their money specifically to buy their parents something. I feel like when we save our money, Obviously, we're saving for ourselves or trying to buy a house or whatever it is because that's what we were told to do. But our priority is also saving money to, you know, pay off our parents' mortgage or buy them a house or buy them a fancy car. Whereas in comparison, obviously, we're not talking about every single person. I've noticed that this isn't as big for non-POCs. A lot of white people they don't save money to buy their parents something. And that can be so many different reasons. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, so, yeah, we just, you know, wanted to kind of dissect just like what, what, why, you know, why are we but like why? this? No, I think this is something that I think about like subconsciously, like just day to day. 
here. Like I'm, I'm recording in my office right now. If you guys don't know, I work with, with a bunch of white people. Um, and just like eavesdropping on people's conversations and like different comments they make. <laughs> of course. I like, I, do. I, I have a brief understanding of like how everybody was like kind of brought up. For example, one of my coworkers, his, just to give you guys an idea. One of my coworkers, his father is the man that designed Michael Jordan's home. Like he's like, oh, a, casual. He's like a, he's like a architect, interior designer, whatever the Michael Jordan home with the 23 on the gate. Yeah. He designed it. Okay. So I'm working with people like this. One of my other coworkers was like, yeah, you know, I was just in Utah because my, uh, my, my parents have like a, a cabin in like the mountains up there. Mm. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, y'all, y'all you know, you know that got, thing? Y'all you know that thing when you're in different states? When you're growing up and you're in high school and people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to our other house for yeah, vacation. Like I was house. like, other house? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? We don't even have a single house. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, like, I, I hear, and that's like two of just like so many different comments that I'll, I've been hearing for like the last couple of years that I've been here. And I always think about like, like that's not the norm per se as in like everybody has a lake house or everybody has like a mountain camp cabin but it's like you know there's no there's no like shock value to it it's just like my other coworker, like their whole family has like a beach house down down like in like south florida and like they go down there all the time just to, like hang out with their family mm-hmm. and like and they were telling me how like you enter their house and they have like a big chandelier when you first walk in i was like chandelier <laughs> chandelier <laughs> that's, that's a real thing <laughs> no it's so funny because like i experienced like the most basic things as like a child of immigrants and i'm like wow (laughs) wow like the other day like just finding like an electronic bidet Mm. i was like wow they make this took you that one took you and even like a tv with the swivel yeah I was like, they don't make this where I'm from. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? You, you know, you know what I, you know what I learned about recently. You know what a foyer what? is. I've heard of that. What is that? Uh, <laughs> a foyer. My coworker's family has a foyer in their house. A foyer right. is just like like the room when like you come into. <laughs> if, if this isn't what a foyer is, I'm sorry, but I'm just <laughs> I'm from. You Listen, know what that room foyer, probably is for us? It's probably like a prayer room or like the, sock, like the, it's, it's the, the room It's the room when you walk into the house. You know how like white people have that have the big room when you walk? That's a foyer. I don't. I don't foyer. know. She's like, yeah, we have a chandelier in our foyer. I was like, a what in your what? <laughs> <laughs> is that English? I've never heard that before in my life. Anyway, no, so yeah, but I, anyway, I get it. This, so these are some of the culture shocks that we have as children of immigrants <laughs> versus when we see like American white things. I feel like we can make so many videos about this because there are so many culture shocks that we face, right? Like even them yeah, that's walking a good in the house that's a good episode. with shoes on, like them walking in the house with shoes Hello? on so casually. That doesn't Eat make sense, off. right? But yeah, anyway, let's get into this episode, right? <laughs> Besides us just having all these revelations. So the first reason as to why we celebrate or POCs or children of immigrants immigrants celebrate differently than white people from what I've, you know, noticed from the content that I've watched and just fa- friends and family is that I mentioned it before. We are usually the first one. To, if we're first gen right. immigrant kids, kids, we're usually the first one to graduate right. in the family. 
we're usually the first one to get a good job in the family. And so that's why we feel like we have to, you know, celebrate with our family because I think we also have this understanding that, that, you know, they sacrificed everything for us to accomplish these things. So when we put the cap and gown on them, when we graduate or when we give our first paycheck to them, this is like us showing our gratitude and us showing them that, you know, we got it from now on. So I think why this disparity happens is because like a lot of white people, for the most part, they grew up here. Their families grew up in America and they've had privileges their whole life, you know, and they have generational wealth. Obviously, not everyone. Their parents have an education. And I I think apart from like the the generational wealth and the privilege, it's just like the the comfort of just have been here for so long yeah like you like they have been in america since like the 50s or 60s or 70s and they've like and their the grandparents were here and they've had time to like see how the world has changed and like you know our parents came here what in the 80s and 90s and not only did they like like they literally had to start from zero like they had to try to transition what they knew from their past life into what's going on over here and just like yeah. st- and like they kind of like they just started like and they don't yeah. really understand like what's been going on the side of the world because vast majority of people that immigrate here they don't like do their research they don't like mm-hmm. uh, try to understand american politics or understand how like yeah. the the american economy works they just come here you know Whereas, they come like, because they've just heard that it's, it's the best place to be to have a better life and it's like even if even if someone who's white didn't grow up with money, if they're just middle class, you still have like the knowledge that like you can go to your grandfather and be like, yo, like, how do I do my taxes? Or you can go to your father and be like, oh, how do I, you know, put down a down payment for a car? And they know mm-hmm. all this stuff because they've been here. Like they understand mm-hmm. how to buy a house. They understand all, even if like the prices change or like the, the way to do things change, they still have that knowledge that we had to just go on google and like find out by ourselves you know so it's uh yeah you know apart from like just the whole money aspect it's the fact that like you know like you said like our parents come here for us to graduate college like they come here looking 25 years into the future like they come here and thinking yeah one day my potential kid who i am looking to have is hopefully going to graduate college and that's like what they're looking towards and i think that's another thing that we want to talk about is that there's an expectation for us to succeed where like if they came here all the way they immigrated across the world and sacrificed their whole livelihood we better goddamn get a good education and a good job right there's this expectation where they're like all right we took care of you for 20 something years now it's about time that you pay us back. It's like a silent expectation. So it's like you don't really have room to fail as a child of immigrants because like you're just a failure in people's eyes if you don't provide for them and if you don't succeed after all the things that they've done. And that's why we have such high expectations put on our shoulders from such a young age. And I think in comparison to non-POCs, it's not an expectation for them to graduate or succeed. It's kind of just like just a celebration if they do do it. And we're not saying that like there aren't people that have to succeed and they have to provide for their parents. And I'm sure that like for some people it's still an expectation that they have to go to school. But I feel like there's more of like a a freedom 
and there's more of like it's seen as something to celebrate that they've worked hard for but it's not really like enforced as much and i feel like that's why there's such a big disparity with celebration between the two parties because you know they didn't have like this expectation on their shoulders to like have good grades and finish school and get top of the class so they can finally buy a house for their parents and get a good job and this and that because their parents aren't immigrants their parents i'm sure sacrificed a lot i'm sure they've worked a lot but they didn't come to a whole new country and just like not know a language and i feel like for like white people it's a lot more accepted to not go the traditional route um into you know whatever your later 20s becomes like if if like a white kid graduates high school and they're like yeah i want to like go to a trade school and become like an electrician that's that's probably accepted or if they're like yeah i want to take a gap year <laughs> and like start a business you think you think an 18 year old brown kid could do that like with the support of their parents what what their parents expect for their future to become is a lot more broad and expansive because i think at the end of the day white parents know that if their white kid does fail they can kind of just come back home and just like recalibrate yeah. and like go again whereas like we don't really have that because you know for example if there's a brown kid who is in pharmacy school and like their parents are like using all of their money to like pay for this school yeah the expectation of that person graduating is incredibly high to where if they like mm -hmm. fail and have to go back home there's no like recalibrating like yeah like that's kind of what you have to do at the end of the day it's it's an incredibly uncomfortable situation just a devastating situation because again like yeah we have that expectation to succeed and it's like if yeah. you do not find success on your own it's going to be a really rocky road for the family and we're not saying that that's like a healthy mindset you know that is kind of toxic where it's like yeah we 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 were parents for you for 20 years so that must mean that you can't fail and you have to provide for us back you know it's like an unspoken thing it's not the best because you you know parents should not be holding that over their kids he um, heads but i think something else on top of that before we talk about like how exactly our parents celebrate and like what they did to really like like their idea of celebration is like wearing their best clothes but anyway we'll talk about yeah. that but i wanted to also talk about how south asian culture and a lot of poc cultures like ethnic cultures our culture style is very collectivist where you know we do a lot of things together we depend on one another we have a lot of family style type of things and it's just normal to lean on one another right it's normal for kids to move out way later when they're married because people are just like expected to stay together whereas mm -hmm. american culture and a lot of white cultures they're more individualistic and it's an yeah. individualistic society which means that it's very like one for their own right everyone has to do things solo people are expected to move out after 18 and that's yeah. normal that's always so crazy to me so like can you imagine moving think, out at 18 i think like it's it's such like a simple concept that like we're taught all the time but it's so crazy to think about how like when a white kid is 18 they're like their parents are like yeah yes go <laughs> explore go. the world <laughs> explore <laughs> go, go. you're a freedom bird. freedom yeah there you are i yeah i used so to always crazy. threaten my parents with that when i was growing up when i'd be <laughs> mad at them i'd be like i'm moving out when i'm 18 i'm never yeah. coming back 
<laughs> and they're like, yeah, go. But like with what money was I really going to leave with, you know? But anyway, so since we have different culture styles and different societies, I feel like that also makes us want to celebrate with the people around us because again we want to show our gratitude and respect to our parents and obviously white people are also doing the same thing but it's in a different way because they were taught more to be individualistic and just be on their own so i feel like they feel more proud of themselves first and then they celebrate with their family however it is whereas for our culture we feel proud but more for like our family for getting us here you know yeah so like when you graduated <laughs> what are what are like like how do how do our parents like show their their gratitude and like that we are uh, successful man it's it's so crazy because like our parents will bark at us <laughs> our entire life God. to graduate bark to graduate and then it's like the day your graduation and it's like it's silent it's like stone face they're like good <laughs> good, good job you good thank yeah thanks. maybe a thing but it's I, so I funny know. because they like pull out their best clothing like yeah. my mom my parents like pulled out their best clothing for my graduation they were they like for other people they're like recording so much they're taking pictures they're so happy in the audience but like when they see you, obviously I'm not talking about everyone because my parents are pretty good. But when they see you, they're like, "Yep, yeah, let's go yeah. home now." <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Literally, they're like, "Yeah, we have food at home. We can go." And then it's like there's yeah. nothing to do for the rest of the day. And then like it's like the day after graduation, even the night of, they're like, "Okay, so, um, PhD, yeah. masters, <laughs> okay, PhD, good. good." And it's like, like, yeah, I don't know if this is like a brown person thing or if it's just a me thing like a personality thing but i feel like like with all of the pressure that was put on to me from my mother and from myself to graduate it wasn't just my parents i really wanted to graduate there was no mm-hmm. like there were so many points where i i like played with the idea of of dropping out just because i felt like i couldn't do it but i never wanted to drop out because i like didn't care for a degree i always wanted a degree so my graduation was so like it was so special to me like me graduating college was so 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 special to me and i think like the day of my graduation i was a bit butthurt like not seeing that same extreme high level of like satisfaction and celebration on my mother's face but i understand like the way that she gets happy about things is different than the way i get happy about things and she didn't see like the day-to-day how much work i put in to graduate um but yeah their their celebration methods are there i i think it can it can get upsetting for the kids because it's it's just not seen in the same light like like mm-hmm. we said this whole episode for our parents even though our parents see us struggle and see how hard we work at the end of the day it, they're subconsciously thinking that like yeah he was he was gonna do that anyway like yeah, he was. Yeah, like, that it's was an expected. expectation. That was expected anyway. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like for a white kid. If like a, a white kid, if his dad owns like a million dollar company, and like, you know, then the son wants to become an entrepreneur. You know, the son can work his ass off to build this company and make a million dollar company. And like, yeah, his parents would probably be proud. But it's like his parents were like, yeah, like 
that was like kind of expected or like yeah like mm-hmm. you know good job i guess and i feel like there's always this like disconnect of like us putting in countless hours and so much hard work to doing something that our parents wanted us to do and then like we do it chasing like chasing their reaction their potential reaction then their reaction just like doesn't live up to what you wanted and yeah it could be like a bit disheartening for the kid honestly i think something the disparity that i don't really like with our culture culture versus white people and just how they celebrate is that like there's this silent recognition in our culture and ethnic cultures where you know parents are doing all these different things like taking pictures from the crowds and like being proud and like wearing their best clothing but then when it comes to the actual person having that accomplishment it's just silent right there's no like words of encouragement or recognition there's no words of affirmation whereas for white people for the most part it's very much like oh i'm so proud of you and there's emotion and there's actual like words Mm. that are encouraging and i just love how open those cultures are because they they're just able to express the their gratitude and their hard work whether it's the the kids saying it to the parents or the parents saying it back and i think like we always talk about this i think that's always something that we love about white people is like they're able to just be a lot more open you're allowed to be a lot more free with them and that's why for the most part the kid and parent relationships are just so much better you know but for us it's just like silent words of affirmation like the way that they show love in their eyes is right is like them cooking five weeks Mm. of birani when you go home to celebrate right their their way of celebrating is just like wearing their best clothes and getting you clothes from macy's and it's just you know it's like we want more than that so i think what i want to talk about this is a good segue into the next reason why we celebrate so much as children of immigrants or not celebrate so much, but like celebrate differently is because we want to break that generational trauma of like that silent, you know, words of encouragement or like that silent recognition, because from what I've seen and what I've noticed is that usually it's not like the parents that are willing to celebrate as hard like go out to dinner or get a cake or do extra things for graduation like putting up a you know graduation sign on the front lawn or something right it's usually like the older sibling that wants to celebrate or it's usually like someone that's close to the family that forces like that initiation so for example like as an older sister like i was the one that you know, forced more celebration for like my brother's graduation or like whatever it is, because I knew that my parents maybe didn't act that way for my graduation. So I wanted things to be different for, you know, my younger sibling or whatever it was. And it's usually the older people or like people that know they want better for someone else in the family that are initiating like these grand ways of celebration because they just don't want the next generation to also be like a silent celebration so like even for your graduation like we made you know um like balloons and we put up like the front lawn graduation signs and we just like went hard right we went to a nice sushi restaurant after you graduated and it's just you know our way of just wanting better for the next generation 
What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that maybe I as like the younger sibling didn't realize for like a really long time because I, I recognize my sister has made those strides a lot and she still does um like any day that's coming up like she is the one that initiates like oh we should go out we should do this we should do that for my last birthday for my 24th birthday she took me and my mom to Mexico and that was yeah, something that did. I brought up. That wasn't something my mom brought up. That was something like, yeah, we're going to do this. And like, I w- my reaction was like, oh, I don't care. Or like, oh, like, yeah, if you want to. It's always like, yeah, if you want to. Or like, yeah, sure. Or like, you the know, older n- siblings always keep everyone else in mind before. And they're always making the strides to do a lot more than they had. Why do you feel like it's hard for our parents to celebrate these things that you know, they, they came here like waiting for us to do like, cause I think I've always struggled with the idea of trying to understand why it's difficult for them to, apart from like, they don't know how to, or like they show their, their love in a different way. Like I get that, but it's like, you wanted me to graduate for so long. You wanted this to happen for so long and it happened. So where's the incapability of like celebrating come from? I think a lot of ethnic cultures are based on being selfless and just sacrifice. And so they just expect us to also sacrifice for them. And I think they see us being born in America and not being born where they're from. It just makes, in their eyes, they think it's just so easy for us to finish school because we don't have a language barrier. We don't have the same problems that they would have if they went to school here. So I think they see like our accomplishments as kind of easy because in their eyes, you know, we didn't have to move across the world. We didn't have to pay for school if they paid for it. We didn't have to do the hard labor that they, in their eyes is a lot harder than what we went through where obviously I'm not saying that their work wasn't hard, but you know, it's also not putting enough weight on the things that we had to do to accomplish the goals that we have. So I think they just think that it's just not hard. So then that means they don't have to give it as much recognition because at the end of the day, it's just school or at the end of the day, it's just getting a job. And that's expected if you're born in America and you have the same opportunities as everyone else, even though, you know, that's not really the case. And um, I think it's just them disregarding that we are also, we have struggles and we have hardships that may be different from what they've had, but 
it's still there you know it's they're still like heavy and i think like on top of that i think everybody like apart from our parents like everybody in society we always fail to recognize the percentage of people that like fail doing stuff like we always see people get tiktok famous we don't see the millions of people that like have tried and like couldn't do it you know we see Mm -hmm. the successful entrepreneur we don't see how many people have wasted their entire life savings and are at zero because they wanted to chase their dreams and start a business we don't see all the kids that graduated college and are you know working odd jobs trying to figure out how to pursue life and if we don't see it our parents definitely don't see it our parents just attend our graduation they see the person who's valedictorian and they're like "Mm, somebody was valedictorian and like it was could have been you you know yeah and it's like i i think it's the empath in me that always thinks about the person that couldn't get this particular thing done and that always just makes me feel a lot more grateful for what i do have when we post videos of us like putting the cap and gown on our parents or us like buying a house with their money do you think that other people see that as bragging yeah we're like corny 100 percent. i think because they like nobody knows your life story you know and i i think well i think P, like non-poc are the first people to see it as bragging um I think POCs are less likely to see it as bragging, but you know, they understand it. Bra- like the, the concept of seeing somebody bragging can derive from jealousy as well. You know, like you seeing somebody accomplish something that maybe you haven't done. It can come from that Where, wherever it can come from. I think it's a lot more likely if it's somebody that's white, because like you said, like, like I, I don't think any of my coworkers have the ambition to buy their parents a house because all their parents are, ha- are homeowners already, you know? Whereas like mm. the first thing that I want to do with money is is I think about this all the time and I'm not even just saying on this saying this on the podcast. When I get money, I am giving my money to the people that helped me get to the place I am today. Obviously first right. being like my mother and sister. But like even right. apart from that, I think about like the the key people in my life that have helped me get to where I am. You know, I want to give back to them. I've said that for a long time. And yeah. I, I just like I don't think white people have that same ideology behind their money. It's always like, oh, like, I got to buy my house and my car first. And then, like, you know, I'll buy you dinner. Which there's there's a level of respect for that, though, because I admire how they're so they're able to think about themselves first, because I think that's a good trait to have or like a good balance to have. Whereas for us, we think about other people before us. And that sounds good in like an outsider's perspective but at the end of the day we're thinking about others before us so it's hard for us to buy things for ourselves and be selfish so i think it's good to have a balance and you know understand that both parties can be right you know yeah moral of the story i as well as many other people you know are always chasing a certain reaction and a and a certain level of satisfaction from our parents um, in their celebration forever for whatever we do accomplish and i'm here to tell you in case you don't get it um don't don't let that mess with how proud of yourself you are because mm. you know deep down we do things for our parents but you know i i say this to my friends who always like consider dropping out of school i'm like i understand it's something that your parents want but i promise you the the feeling of post-graduation that you get for yourself like you don't even recognize 
how heavy and how weightful that is until you're done with it. And maybe it's just me, but I feel like there's not there's there's never been any better feeling than graduating for myself. So for anybody hearing this that is maybe not getting this type of celebration that they want from their parents, um, we are proud of you. Mo and Moshnun of Difficult Dish, we are proud yeah. of you. If you graduated recently, if you graduated, you know, last spring, didn't get, you know, a, a, a birthday dinner, why did I say, a graduation dinner from your parents, listen, I'll get you a graduation dinner. What do you want? A little McDouble? <laughs> a little two-piece from Popeye's? McDonald's. McDouble or Popeye's? Two-piece from Popeye's with the softy from Wendy's? We'll take a, we'll take a field trip. I got you. I'm proud of you. All right. So as you guys know, we finish off our episodes with a little advice session, a little response session. We put on our Instagram. Only if you follow us, you would know this. Only if you follow us. Where? Story before on at Difficult Dish. We put up a little story before our episode where you can, you know, engage and send in your responses. And we, you know, say it out loud, maybe in the episode. Maybe. And we just make it a full community experience, you know? So. What we put up on our story this time around is, how do you celebrate accomplishments with your parents? Have you ever gotten major side-eye from non-POCs when you told them you were buying your parents a house or a car or a big purchase? Because, you know, again, it's a culture shock. Mm. So let's get into it, right? Yeah. Someone said, I never tell my parents that I applied for something until I get it because I don't want to hurt them. Damn. 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 Literally. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, so I've sad. man, I've done that so many. No, I've done that so many times. Like I've I've done so many like job interviews. I've done so many like like applying to different like certificates or different just stuff, and like not wanting to share the news with not only my parents but like anybody until it's like confirmed or finalized. I think that's We're, just us having like noser like growing up with noser. Yeah, evil eye. But I yeah, I think also on top of that is that like. Even if you tell your parent, like sometimes, obviously not every parent, but like for the most part, ethnic parents, if you tell them that you're applying for something or that you have an opportunity for something and then you don't get it, you feel like you're disappointing them, even though like you didn't even like, yeah, it was just a chance. And it's like, if you do get accepted, then like their reaction is just like lesser because it's like, yeah, oh, like with you telling them about it, it was already like slightly kind of expected in their head. Yeah, man. Um, I get it. I'm sorry. My mom is getting better at this, though, because, mm. like, I was telling her how I was supposed to paint this mural, and then I didn't because, mm. you know, someone else did. And then she was like, oh, it's okay. Next time you'll get them. And then she was, like, <laughs> trying to make me feel better. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was good. like, oh, okay. That's yeah. good. I can't find it now, but someone said that, like, when they get an accomplishment, like, when the child gets an ap- accomplishment, the way that the parents celebrate is by like inviting the parents friends over <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they make cake like they have a dawat and they have yeah. like a whole party at the house but it's just like the parents friends and like the the kid is there and they're like okay yeah <laughs> be grateful someone said i never celebrate with my parents or no sorry someone said i never celebrate with my family except with my mom my family always compares me to cousins or other people man the whole comparing thing the whole comparing thing. I don't know if we've done an episode on comparing, have we? We got to do that. That's a big one. You got to do um, that one. Yeah. It's not even to cousins, man. It's to everybody. Like I said, like... To everyone. Goddamn the, freaking the person goddamn walking down the street. Touring. 
I feel like every brown kid who graduates college just like hates their valedictorian because they know that like their parents are gonna yeah. be looking at them like that's the one that we're gonna fixate on for the next <laughs> month yeah lifetime someone said i haven't really celebrated my wins because it felt like it wasn't enough and i had to do better yeah i think that's why so many of us are on autopilot and we feel like we just have to outdo ourselves constantly even though we do such amazing things because we just grew up with like little to no reaction from our parents when we do accomplish something and it's just like it doesn't feel enough for them you know and also like how can you ever really repay the sacrifices that your parents Mm -hmm. went through it just you know it feels like you have to do more and more and a lot of the time you know that can manifest into just like like jealousy for somebody that does have supportive parents and you know you can garner your own like issues in your head from just getting too much negative feedback and seeing so much positive reinforcement with other families and stuff and yeah yeah, i mean it can it can really mess with our heads if we don't like just if we aren't completely headstrong and just like safe from everything around us yeah my recommendation is is just celebrate those small wins whenever you accomplish anything just like write it down and talk about you know all the things that you had to do to get to that win and just celebrate it even if it's just like with one friend or just by yourself or just giving yourself a self-care night just do it because then you get so robotic when you just keep going and going without understanding how much you've done and it just doesn't even hit the same you know it doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're not celebrating anything yeah all right wow good one good we have to do a whole episode on just like culture shocks yeah i feel like we talked about so many different things we talked about so many different things in this episode we we got a lot to talk about but it's okay good thing we're doing this podcast forever (laughs) forever and ever yeah any 10 second advice from you why would there be i think on the topic of like celebrating ourselves more often Mm. um Mm -hmm. next time you're at like the grocery store just like buy yourself like a little like like a little like balloon or like a little like cake <laughs> or like only Mushoon some- would be walking around town with just like a balloon <laughs> in his hand just just something just something a little physical you know a tangible item to help reinforce the fact that like you're proud of yourself you know just yeah. like yeah i'm a big balloon guy i don't know if you guys knew i'm a big balloon guy love balloons i don't know why i don't know always that. have always have always love balloons yeah and i've been much. thinking about i've been thinking about you know how people have like plants in buying his own balloon company <laughs> like <laughs> his own factory people, for balloons people have like different items in their room i, I just want some balloons okay because balloons are right. they're just happy people get happy after i get happy off balloons okay it's that's why for your graduation balloons. we blew up we blew up so many balloons so they yeah can, like, and i was so happy all over the place i was so happy yeah that was a nice little surprise huh you know mine is like <laughs> Since you said balloons and it was kind of silly. Mine is switch up your coffee order. Because you know me, <laughs> I'm usually just like a like a hot coffee girl, right? I usually like my hot uh-huh. drinks. Uh-huh. But the other day I had a cold coffee drink, an okay. iced one. And okay. it hit. It hit. Got you. So, you know, because like I drink hot coffee for summer if it's cold, like whenever. But right. the, the cold one, it hit. That's good. Yeah. That's a great advice. It's a great win. It's a great way to celebrate a win. <laughs> a little coffee. That's different. Yeah. 
I feel, sometimes I feel like so bad for the people that listen to this podcast because like sometimes we give like the worst. Sometimes we give like to top F. tier advice. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, what's like, the emoji that they should uh, comment? Is there a chandelier emoji? Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Or like a foyer emoji. What the hell is a foyer emoji? Uh, let me see if there's a chandelier emoji. Should we just do the light bulb? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what else did we talk about? Balloons! Put, give me some goddamn balloons in the in the Friday yeah, post. Yeah, put some balloons Give me in some there. goddamn balloons, okay? Celebrate. In the Friday or Saturday post. Yeah. All, All right. right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We Make do. sure to follow us and rate us. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Allah Hafiz. Allah Hafiz.